Hi everyone, this is so strange, I feel like it's been ages since I have talked or recorded anything and I finally feel like I'm in a space where I can come back and start something again. Um, I'm not really sure if the direction of reading between the legs will go the way that I originally thought that it would, but I think that's okay because honestly, I realized that most of the response that I got was positive towards me sharing like my personal experience with things and yes, sharing some like statistics and facts like obviously supported what I was talking about, but at the end of the day, most people really stood with the personal experiences that I shared, which I felt like it was finally time to make this post and share why I started reading between the legs in the first place. And I had hoped to do this sooner, but I got very caught up in real life and I'm trying to think like even like between the last time that I posted and versus now I think it was like late 2021 and then I got engaged and then got married and then just life really turned into a whirlwind and I just passed the one year of why I started reading between the legs so I thought you know what let's just record this and let's put it out there and really just stress again the whole reason why I wanted to create this podcast um so in fall of 2021 I went and had my annual I had been putting it off for a while because in 2020 when I went, I got back an abnormal pap and I was really worried what that might mean. And so rather than, you know, go to the doctor again, I decided just to push it off. But then I started experiencing some abdominal pain in the summer of 2021. Um, I had been off birth control for about a year at this point. And I just attributed it to possibly having cysts developing now that I wasn't on the pill. But either way, I knew that it was time for me to make my appointment. So I found a doctor that had really good reviews online. And I even spoke to the nurse and I was like, listen, like this is what I need in a doctor. And shared my past experience with doctors and just my, you know, personal experience in general with, um, women's health. And she partnered me with, um, an incredible doctor who I'm still seeing to this day. So I finally had my annual checkup and my results came back abnormal, um, with mild dysplasia. I think it was like level one or something. I forget. There's like different tiers and there's like an abnormality, which is just like, you know, some of the lube from the speculum maybe got on the inside of your, you know, your cervix and was picked up on the Q-tip or like a, so like there's so many things that can go into being, um, just kind of abnormal. 
but mine was abnormal to the level where there were possible cancer cells on my cervix. So in fall of 2021, I had to basically spend two weeks leading up from getting the call that, hey, this, you know, has shown up and we need to do some further testing. And of course, you know, the next appointment for them to be able to do the testing needed wasn't until two weeks. So I had to wait two weeks um, until I could go and have a colposcopy, which is a cervical biopsy, um, as well as an ECC or endocervical curatage. And this was like one of the first experiences where I realized that women's health is so overlooked in the sense of how they want to accommodate patients. And a lot of people see this and talk about this with um, the process of getting an um, IUD and how it is excruciating and, you know, something should be offered to make patients comfortable. But a lot of times doctors just kind of assume and expect uh, women to be comfortable and strong, and um, I just don't think that's the case. So I was not given any sort of topical anesthetic, any sort of um, just, you know, general anesthetic, nothing. Um, and a hole was punched out of my cervix, and uh, four quadrants of the inside of my cervix or my womb were cut out um, while I was very much awake. And I was given some sort of relaxant. I can't remember what it was. It never kicked in because I was so anxious. And I had that procedure done. It was very traumatizing, but I would do it again if I needed to. And about five days later, I got a call and they said that everything came back benign and there was also no precancerous cells as well. And I was just like overwhelmed because it never really like clicked that they were checking to make sure that I didn't have cancer. Like I knew that that was what the biopsy was for, but it wasn't until they were like, you know, everything came back benign. There weren't any precancerous cells. Like, you're good. We'll do a six-month checkup and make sure that everything still looks okay. And that was when I was like, what would have happened if I had put off this appointment? And I realized that there's just such a stigma around women's health and the OBGYN and why I wanted to make the podcast to bring awareness to how important it is to have your annual to talk to your doctor if something isn't right or, you know, just to make sure that if you're sexually active, you know, you're seeing a doctor or you're at least going to a clinic or something and getting, you know, your STD panel done or anything like that because I had no real, you know, symptoms that something was wrong and thankfully, everything did come back benign. But in many circumstances, cervical cancer 
goes undetected for years. And that's the importance of getting your annual pap because in the first couple years leading up to it, it is very minimal. It starts off like with what I had, which is like dysplasia of the cells. And then it starts leading up to where you have to then have um, treatment done. And there are things that you can get done leading up to it, like the LEAP, which is an electronic procedure um, where they laser off part of your cells. There's a cone biopsy where they kind of like take off a cone of your cervix. It regrows. Um, And then there is just the procedure that I had, which is just the colposcopy and the ECC, which is just to test those cells and to take off any areas that might be concerning, but in smaller portions. So leading up to finding out that, you know, something is wrong, there's a lot of time, I believe it takes five to seven years for cervical cancer to, to actually develop once your cells in your cervix start to show signs of um, mutation. So I just really wanted to make this to, again, encourage anyone who has been putting off their appointment, who has never made their appointment, to please just find the courage to do it. And if you need to take a friend with you, that's fine. If you need to call somebody during it, that's fine. But the biggest advice that I can give you, and I talked about this in one of my earlier episodes, was to screen your possible doctors because I was just talking to one of my friends about it and she was like well what happens like if I don't like my doctor or you know we don't get along and I'm like that's why it's important that you call ahead you talk to the nurse and you say listen I'm going to be very honest with you this is what I need in a doctor this is what I've experienced in my life whether it's any sort of sexual Um, assault, any trauma, anything that makes you feel fearful. You know, if you need a doctor that's going to be very slow and very patient, if you need a doctor that's going to be willing to talk through what they're doing with you, there's no reason that you can't advocate for yourself and ask for those things. It's your healthcare, it's your body, and you deserve having the best care that you can find. And so, Six months after that, I had my follow-up scans, everything ba- everything came back clear, and then I just had my one-year follow-up in October, and um, my abnormality, my dysplasia had actually gone down a step, which is amazing. I'm like really excited to hear that because I didn't have to have another uh, colposcopy, and I have focused on incorporating different vitamins and things into my health that can help with your reproductive health and um, your cervical health. And again, there's a whole episode on that, but I just really wanted to come on here and this time of year and just reflecting on why I started the podcast and then having my appointment and now kind of looking back and realizing that I never did open up about why I... wanted to share my story and why I wanted to create the podcast in the safe place. And so if you are curious about, you know, ways that you can keep up with your health, if you are seeing a doctor, I have an episode on that. If you're looking to just get started on finding a doctor, I have an episode on that. 
Going forward, I don't know if I will be keeping the platform of addressing specific topics of women's health just because I've realized that there are so many areas up for discussion and I'm not knowledgeable about every single subject. And while it would be incredible to find people to talk about those things, I also realize that, again, maybe just sharing my personal experience with things, maybe just sharing things that I'm going through are what really people need to hear. So I hope that if you're listening to this and maybe you've just stumbled across this somehow, that you would go back and look at some of the things that I've posted and maybe find something that helps you. If you are someone who has listened to all my episodes, hi, it's uh, good to have you back and I'm sorry for the time between my last post and now, but I really just needed to come to a place where I felt comfortable sharing what I'd been through and, you know, how it affected me, but I feel like at this point, I can put it all out there. So if anyone ever has any questions, I have said this from the get-go, my messages are always open. If you're a friend, you can always text me. Um, I just wanted to shout out all of the people that I've communicated with who have shared their first, you know, gynecology appointment experience with me or have told me that they've made an appointment because of my podcast and texted me like before, during, after any of that. I'm so proud of you for putting yourself first and prioritizing yourself by um, having the courage to take care of your health. And yeah, I just want to continue to being a voice that you can listen to and just be a part of your life on a, your drive to work, um, a car ride somewhere fun, your time at the gym, your at home, whatever. If there's an opportunity that I can fit into your day, I am so happy to do that and be a part of your life. So this is Elizabeth <laughs> signing off. It's been so long I don't even remember the things that I used to say in my podcast and that was like something that I said from the get-go. I was like, this isn't going to be formulated. This isn't going to be edited. And then as I started to make more, I realized that, well, like I probably should do something to make it kind of sound, like seem similar. But I just wanted to get back to the authenticity, the raw posts, the no cuts. And if you hear anything in the background like an email coming through or some tippy toppies. I have another dog now and, you know, life is just happening. So I hope you're all doing well and I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy whatever you celebrate and just know that you have a friend in me and I look forward to sharing more of my life and my heart and my thoughts with you in the upcoming year. So yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.